Yo, what's up everybody? It's me, Pete Dante, back with my boys from Project Nerd. Do you mean like sort of on uh, I guess I love you. Tragedy struck. I see you haven't lost your touch. Oh, or I can I can do the intro or this is the intro. I don't know. Let's just It's happening right now. <laughs> it's Okay. Hey, 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 nerds, it's Iggy and Q back for another exciting episode of Nerdcast. And when we say back, it's been, I think, what has it been, four or five weeks? 37 years. 37 years. Everything 2020 and 2021 feels like Before podcasts years. even existed, somehow, we <laughs> were doing podcasts. Awesome, awesome. Well, we are here with two incredible guests. So we have Nora Quinn and John Booch. Kenabuchi, and these folks are, well, the art director and art manager at Hero Forge. So what does that mean, Nora and Booch? Why don't you tell us? Well, for those familiar with Hero Forge, um, you know that we make custom tabletop miniatures. Um, we are really big on customization. There you go. There's a perfect example. Um, as art director, all things art. So uh, that's looking at a wide view of what's coming up with our art content and what we want to hit and um, what we can do that's fantastic for our users. Sweet. I, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, no absolutely. You go oh, yeah. ahead. You're our guest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, uh, just, you know, to add, um, uh, as you know, art manager, I work with uh, uh, Nora to um, essentially get uh, the art made for the website um so that involves working with a you know really talented team of uh internal and external all the meshes and all the pieces that uh are available on the site made and uh, ready for you know to play with and uh you know work with to their heart's content it's a it's a you know very fun process to to fill out that library of pieces now I have to ask for those out there who are just kind of learning about Hero Forge and what you guys do. Can you explain kind of what it is that Hero Forge is as a company? Like what what do you guys do? What do, what do people go? I know what you do, and I'm very excited to dive into it. But for those who don't know, what do you guys do? Right. So um, folks may have tabletop games or other avenues where they want a character that represents himself um, in physical form and probably small physical form. Um, and now in digital too, where they say, I want to make this character and all the miniatures that are out there are already uh, predetermined in terms of, you know, what does this, let's say dwarf look like? What does sure. this ranger look like? They're making uh, a lot of predetermined choices that, um, you know, while a lot of the art can be really stellar and stuff, there, there's a big need for folks to have representation and um, awesome choices sort of given to them, put in their hands so that they can create a character that really aligns with what they want to make. And so that could mean a character that looks like themselves, has hair like they have, uh, is their height. Um, you know, we have color plastic uh, technology as well. So you can get this printed in uh, 3D color plastic printing and get that shipped right to your door. So that can look just how you want it to. And uh, putting the power of that in our users' hands has really led to some incredible results um so far beyond what your own imagine imagination can give you their their needs for these characters and what they look like what does their demon hunter look like what does their uh warrior look like it's just been massive for them to That's create their custom character that is so stellar i will say so kind of taking your website for a test drive um, for those to, so people kind of understand what this modification ability looks like for anybody who's played fallout four, 
This is like essentially the the unlimited ability to customize your character. It, it feels like, and there may be limitations, but I'll tell you taking a spin on the website. It doesn't feel like it. Like it feels like I can change and customize anything I want. I can make this character anything I want it to be. Um, now us just meeting for the first time, there's no way you guys could have possibly known this, but my wife and my two teenage daughters, we have an ongoing D and D campaign that we run during uh, summers um and we have all created individual characters for ourselves and because i was on i was so sadly unaware that this existed we took it a step further because we couldn't find characters or miniatures that represented ourselves and we would just dress up in costume when we play because yes. we really really want that but now i i will both. be absolutely <laughs> ordering exactly i will be ordering a miniature version of myself and also dressing up while I play D and D for <laughs> from now on. Um, it's such a cool thing. Are you both? And I don't know if this is putting you on the spot or not, but do either one of you or both of you play tabletop games as well as that? Or is this just like a, I do art, <laughs> but I don't play what we make. Is that okay to ask? Nope. So I came from way less of a tabletop background, way more uh, like video game kind of MMO stuff. So kind of adjacent to, but not tabletop gaming. Thankfully, when I joined the company, um, I played my first few rounds with uh, some, you know, fellow coworkers. I had no idea it could be so fun, so funny. I remember being in tears laughing. I mean, that was our style of play. And uh, the website helped me create my character just by the nature of you could put sort of anything anywhere, even though this is some years ago, so it was a little more limited. But that inspired the creativity of, oh, wouldn't it be fun if this character held this and that, and that's what made this character, and I'm going to build a story off of that. So that was my history, at least. I love it. Gooch, yeah. are you reconnected now? Yeah, how's the, uh, how's the sound? Better? Oh, oh you much sound better. Great. great. Yeah, that, that happens once in a while. We'll hope it doesn't happen again. But, uh, but yeah, no, um... Uh, I come at it from, from an art background, but I have a, a really large nerd background. Um, if you could see the rest of my office, uh, you, you, you know, uh, would know, um, uh, how much I'm into this stuff, but, uh, I, I actually, um, I've played D and D, uh, for a long time. Um, uh, I recently, I'm in a, a long running campaign that's several years, uh, running, uh, nice. and it's actually one of the reasons I got, um, uh, it, you know, to knowledge of Hero Forge in the first place, um, you know, essentially the exact reason that the, the site is there is, is what brought me to it, which was, uh, you know, coming, uh, you know, back into D and D as a lot of people are, uh, you know, nowadays, uh, this huge resurgence and, uh, just wanting a custom character that just fit exactly what I was playing. And, um, I actually got my first hero forge mini, um, as, a, you know, as a, uh, customer, um, before uh, looking for, for work with the company and, uh, play with that mini for, for a year or so, two years. Um, and, uh, you know, just elevated the experience at the table to have something that was, you know, so easy to, um, you know, see as my character. And, uh, you know, I, I love a lot of the, the uh, pre-made minis that are out there. There's some beautiful artwork that is, is uh, involved in those. Um, but, yeah, just get the feeling of having your exact one is kind of what, you know, uh, you know really sealed the deal for me on, on the, the value of it. And, and then I just happened to uh, look, you know, a year or so later and, and the company was looking for, for new hires. And I, so I got to join uh, Hero Forge as a, a fan and, a, and a, actually even a Kickstarter backer uh, for, for their 2.0 uh, um, 
uh, color printing minis, uh, which I actually have you know spent the last year plus working on uh, uh, all the stretch goals and things for that. And it's, so it's it's been a, a really interesting nerdy journey uh, getting to to this point with the company. And uh, yeah, I still use uh, our minis uh, uh, in in the current campaign um, and even our digital version uh, uh, downloadable stuff. Um, you know, due to the fact that a lot of D and D nowadays happens kind of across uh, screens like this. You know, this kind of sure. Situation. But yeah, no, totally. I want to point out, I don't know if, have y'all all seen the Green Knight at this point? I don't know. I actually have not yet, no. Okay. Not. It looks amazing. Okay, there's a fox in it that is CGI that is the most unrealistic thing. Like the practical effects even in that movie are amazing. And that's all I can think of when I get this figure. I'm, of course, blocking it with my... Yeah. Oh, you see the, that. The, with the fox yeah. there. Yeah, the little yeah. the little fox has, it's so tiny and has such detail. You can see the texture in its hair. You can, I mean, the the white tip tail, the black tipped ears and nose. I mean, the the small size of brush to just be able to get that nose is yeah. insane. And when I first opened that, that's all I could think of was how amazing the fox looked in that movie and how amazing it looks there. And then the other thing is we talked about before we got on the air, this guy right here. So after I opened the box, they were sitting on my table and my daughter was like, is he in a wheelchair? And I was like, yeah, she's like, that's so awesome. And which was cool as a kid um, for her to even recognize that. But I think as you, I think the word I've heard multiple times is representation of you building the character that you are. And I think that's significant because um, we think immediately of like color of skin, genders, things like that. And don't think always of things like this when we're talking representation in games and movies and stuff. So I think that's just really cool. I also like his, I believe it's a bear head. I really like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, I was just going to say, that's awesome. I did not realize that. And that is so killer. What an awesome, like, you you really are taking that customization kind of to that next level so people can really, truly feel represented um, yeah. however they envision themselves or their character. And I, I think that that's, that's really, really, really excellent. I am so I, on board with that. <laughs> we knew it was important to us by default. Like, we all come from a place inside where I think that's important to us by nature, um, which is great about our team. Um, really smart, wonderful team. Uh, and then to see the response when we put out things like this, um, uh, you know, that's a, there's a lot of things that we can put out that increase representation. Um, it, it's this great feeling of folks saying, finally, here's this thing that is important for my character or for myself. And the feelings you get from that are, I mean, it can make you float for a long time so um, for sure it's very meaningful work in that way too that's awesome i mean i can imagine because you know <clears throat> especially in media recently across the board a big conversation that's been had is that kind of representation and that inclusion and i think it's important for you know even in these fictional characters that people are depicting right it's important for pe people to be able to see themselves reflected back in their character to see people that look like them or look like, you know what I mean? And so I think it's, I think it's really awesome that you guys have included and, and, and put that into kind of the structure of how everything's put together. Um, I have to ask just from a layman's perspective, what does that process look like? Like, let's say I go to your website right now and I customize a character. What does that process look like from me sending that finalized design through to actually receiving it in, in the mail? 
I, I would almost want to say that's the easier side of the process uh, at first glance. Uh, the pre-production side is so much uh, heavier. I know Vooch can speak to that a bit too. Um, almost once the, the user designs their character, then we're like, okay, we can, we can send this order off. We can get it printed, really great color printers or non-color and get that shipped. But Vooch, if you want to talk to the, the front end of that, it's a uh, whole yeah. other deal. And it's a good example of, uh, of, you know, how the art process kind of goes through here. And uh, so, you know, um, something like that, um, uh, we, we start with concept um, uh, almost always. Um, that, that's the case. Uh, we'll we'll uh, reach out to um, uh, an, external, an external artist that we have um, on board uh, who will um, take uh, uh, essentially inspiration and, and uh, requests that we have um, and uh, concept those out. Uh, in 2D, uh, nice, you know, clean sketches. Um, uh, from there, we take that and we send that out to um, sculptors uh, who, who actually create the art in ZBrush. Um, we have a very extensive, so due to the complexities of the system, we have a very extensive um, uh, uh, system to that, that needs to be kind of uh, taken into account as the design process goes through. Um, uh, so even for just something like that hair, um, you know, we have to think about how it'll play uh, with all the other parts that interact with the head, uh, helms and crowns and, you know, uh, things of that nature, um, uh, even just different shaped heads. Like you have that that uh, bear uh, you pointed out, um, that, that bear could have a bull cut. So uh, how does that fit on a bear's head, you know? So um, we have alien heads that, ha that have to work with that same piece. So there's a lot of uh, considerations that go into it. Um, so we take that all into account. Uh, we work with the sculptors uh, and we have, you know, decent extensive uh, uh, internal system to kind of uh, work out how things will work together. Um, uh, and once the sculpt is complete, you know, we, we then pass it along um, uh, for final art, and, uh, retopology, and uh, essentially making it for the website a, a working version of that uh, art that uh, can be viewed by people um, who are visiting the site. And um, our internal artists take it from there and they uh, 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 hook up all the systems. Um, uh, we work uh, with a lot of proprietary things here, um, a lot of uh, so software that is available to the public, like ZBrush and Maya uh, is a big part of our, our process. Um, but uh, a lot of it's proprietary, the systems in which we like um, uh, use to uh, import those meshes onto the site and get everything live. Um, but yeah, that, that's all taken care of internally. And uh, yeah, there's a, a lot of considerations. Um, the hair is a good example. Something like a, a glove uh, even is a good example of like a very complex part that needs to work well with all the different shirts and sleeves and um it, when we design a part it's never just that one part that that is designed it's how that part interacts with our entire system of parts that may interact with it which is yeah it's it's a bit of a juggle uh to say i have least. to ask um have either of you seen the series mythic quest on apple I've well, seen a yeah. few episodes. Yeah, I yes. really liked it. I need to watch more. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I, ha uh, I highly recommend checking it out. But just hearing you discuss the level of, you're like, all right, so we take this bowl cut, and then we have to figure out how that's going to interact with a bear's head versus an alien's head. There is a there's a kind of running series of stories where they're they're dealing with a shovel that is being introduced to the game, and hearing these complexities, it's so funny because it it really is like. It's not as simple as just being like, we should have a shovel available now. And it's like, yeah, but like, what does that shovel do? And what does that shovel <laughs> look like when it's interacting with the different type of characters? How do people hold it? Do they hold, do they wield the shovel like this? Or do they lean on the shovel in the ground? And so 
I mean, that's is just, it a two-handed shovel? Is it a one-handed ex- shovel? Exactly. How do you attach a shovel to the exactly. back? What if you want to Side, attach five uh, shovels? Listen, yeah. and all I need, all I know is that <laughs> that shovel, if I hit someone in the head with it, their head needs to explode. <laughs> it is definitely how the shovel works. Uh, that's a really crazy, like, I didn't even think about how, but of course, that totally makes sense. How how you would have to account for all of those different yeah. variations. It's not as simple as like, we want a bowl cut haircut. It's like, done. <laughs> right. Instead, it's like, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I'm just excited by this. We're, and then you yeah. support it forever more. So, mm-hmm. you know, who, who are we to make the call that a bear should not have a bowl cut? You need to allow for that it's, and let folks gorgeous. make that choice. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not the gonna bear. Do, the I, bear with the bull cut is gorgeous, by the way. I had to, <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it. <laughs> and That's so dope. we want to make those decisions in a way that like uh, users will always uh, have that option present to them. We don't want to take back an option. So how do you make sure that you're building systems that can scale out that sort of, uh, you know, addition and that we're thinking wisely about what we include? We don't want to uh, have a species come out that has limited functionality compared to another one. And so sure. that's a lot of our discussions too. And getting the feel for that whole system of what feels right for users. What are we making sure that we're setting up right? Uh, should we look back into the system and make it a little broader so that we're better positioned for the future to give users more of what they want? Sure. Um, so there's that's always part of our conversations. Do you guys ever get to just say, all right, I like, let's say you went and watched Ghostbusters that is coming out this week and you were like all right listen i really think there needs to be a proton pack option available (laughs) is there anything that you have individually been like i really want to see this no matter how small or how big you know it could be a ring you're like i want to make this ring this ring has actually been passed down in my family and i would like to model this ring after it is there anything that you guys individually have kind of put in and seen come to fruition or am I just giving you ideas for the future? <laughs> what do you think, Pooch? I mean, I mean, there's, there's certainly examples of that um, from the team at large. Um, uh, personally, myself, not like specific items. Um, um, we definitely, um, of course, have, uh, you know, the little leeway to, you know, involve uh, the reference that we want artists to work on, of course, so we can, you know, work here and there with, with uh, uh, how, how we get things onto the site and what, what they look like. Um, I think a good example that kind of butts up against the the, the topic there is uh, when, when I early on in, in my time here, um, uh, we, we got a large uh, kind of set of uh, dragonborn heads and, and dragon type characters that were uh, worked on a release and a lot of dragon related things. And that happened to be the character that I was, and still uh, playing at the time in my campaign. So uh, it was a bit of a guilty pleasure to kind of, uh, you know, get to essentially work on bits and pieces that I was going to, you know, add to my character. Um, sure. Uh, and update my, my, my former version of my character with a little bit more uh, is, you know, it, it got even more what I was imagining in my mind with the extra uh, capabilities that we were working on. And it was cool to, to get like, you know, as one of my earlier projects, get to work on those pieces and, um, you know, now they're part of my printed mini and, uh, you know, that's, uh, it, it was fun to plus, plus my guy up a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I can answer a bit for mine too. Um, yeah. for me early on, uh, back when we were a smaller crew, we knew that we sort of wanted to do, um, high heels someday and we needed a lot of tech in place in order to do that. And finally the day had come where we had enough things in place that building this out would, it would be supported and we we're doing it the right way. And I remember having a discussion with Tegan, our CEO, and we were much more, he was much more hands-on with the art as we were starting then. So uh, we had a chat about heel heights 
And we sort of landed on, okay, one heel height is fine. And I knew in the back of my mind, I'm like, this isn't fine for me. I think actually I need to sit Tegan down to say, I need two distinct high heel heights. This is important for me. <laughs> you know, the, the super steep heel versus a sort of more moderate angled heel. And it was this thing, I'm like, maybe this only matters to me, but this meant uh, plenty to me. And uh, he was so amenable and was like, yeah, of course, let's uh, do a couple of those instead. But I think it, uh, it resulted in all these great, high heels coming out, which for my characters I wanted. And so to be able to give that functionality too, I was really excited about, but definitely it was a personal request in the back of my mind. Once we get things squared away, I would love to lean into this. That's cool. I love that so much. That is exactly why I can never work at Hero Forge because <laughs> I am that dude who I would be like, I have this really sweet pair of glasses that I just bought. And I think that should be a character option from now on. <laughs> Um, we'll call them Q's glasses. <laughs> Every week you're introducing something. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm like, something. did you see this cool new Batman t-shirt I bought? I think that <laughs> should be an option now. On um, that's that's really that's really wild. So outside of gaming, not to you know steer the conversation in a new direction, but what are you guys passionate about uh, aside from these kind of like character and, and game driven stuff? What do you guys geek out about individually? Movies, you know, TV, comic books, video games, the, the whole nine yards, honestly. There's uh, nice. not, not much I, I don't geek out about. Um, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, I mean, St Star Wars is one of my biggest uh, things, I'd say. That, you know, oh, I, I love. Uh, awesome. Yeah, we got something. <laughs> I, I have Han's oh, wow. blaster on my, my arm myself. Actually. I, also, nice. I also have a nice Leia cameo that says, <laughs> nice. I love you. Awesome. So everyone awesome. here is tattooed with Star yeah, Wars. Star Wars, yep. Got it. I'm, I'm behind. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we that, got a great it's... artist. We could totally hook you up. No problem. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. It's time. It's time, Nora. Maybe. It's time. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like you know, there's not there's not much nerd things that you know. How, yeah, how can't you love it? It's it's sure. especially nowadays too. It's just like the most common thing to, to love, you know, comic book characters and things like that. Like it's, yeah. It, I wouldn't know anything about so any of what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> I personally live, <laughs> yeah, I personally live a very boring life. I don't no doubt about anything. Uh, Nora, how about you? Is there anything that you're particularly like passionate about? Um, um, I think I'm like really late to the game, obviously on star Wars and um, other IP. So I'm like, I, I love Mandalorian. Love it. Nice. Um, I love the the look of it and everything. It's, I just think they're doing a great job there. I'm excited by all the future content that's coming up with that too. So I think I nerd out about that a little bit. Um, I, you know, I have a two-year-old, so a lot of my free time is now spent at chasing a two-year-old, right? <laughs> yeah, you Same. understand. Get it. So it really takes that, that free time that you have, but I do get, you know, it shows have like really good costume design, um, you know, where things got really beautifully tailored and subtle in like the later seasons of like let's say game of thrones i can't help that, that i think that's when in the back of my mind i'm like oh we could just make these outfits in hero forge we can make something like this <laughs> these beautiful <laughs> materials um so i think that sticks in my mind yeah for I, like sort of day-to-day -day nerdiness yeah i love that because i think so we at project nerd we kind of have this motto our, our credo if you will is that you can nerd out about anything right it's not just yeah. limited to comic books or movies or your traditional kind of nerd fair we have people that nerd out about woodworking we have people that nerd out about 
food. I'm not pointing at anybody, but <laughs> um, we have people that nerd out about gardening. So it's always interesting to me to find out people who kind of deal with what would be considered a more traditional kind of nerd job or role, what they personally nerd out about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I just, I find that super interesting. I, um, I find myself, I know it's not fun to say, but I nerd out about work. I nerd out about this, um, this sort of industry and the impact that can be made there where you, you're with these amazing people at, at HeroForge, just amazing team. So a team of folks that can do incredible stuff, really thoughtful about what we're doing, really excited about sort of this future we can carve out for ourselves. And that does get me a little bit nerdy about that where I'm like, that's exciting to wake up to. I love yes. it. Do you guys ever get to go to like events and see your things in action? Like, have you gotten to go to any of these kind of large game shows or series and, and see people getting excited in person? Uh, some of our earlier folks at the company did. Um, they, especially when we were going before COVID hit, um, sure. they were going to those and the excitement was definitely there. Uh, so they were sort of like, when we go to these things, we are, feeling the excitement right up front. And uh, I think we had a lot of attention at the tables. I never, I was going to go when we were going to, I think in 2020, as the pandemic was going to come down the pipe, we were just sort of like, okay, we're just not going to do the conventions. But yeah, absolutely. The, Have the you ever modeled, was... modeled a character face after someone you know? <laughs> like, no. and not said anything <laughs> to anyone. You're just like, that's, that's John. That is John's <laughs> face. That is that is going to be modeled there. So we've got to get Booch into Hero Forge. So what you're saying? <laughs> Definitely, hundred <laughs> percent. Well, are you like? Because I and then also like, are we ever going to see Nicolas Cage added as an option <laughs> in in Hero Forge? Booch, I think we could say yes. Oh, I mean, I, th I feel like the tools that uh, someone would need to to, to get there are are, are on the way. Uh, sure. Um, uh, and I and kind of to speak to, to the you know what you said earlier about being able to put your own face in it. Uh, you know, at the moment, the people can kind of t tweak our faces and, and mess with things um, here and there. Um, but we're definitely expanding that uh, uh, in the future. Um, the capabilities there. So you know, I, I, yeah, I'd say uh, Nicholas Cage face is probably uh, you know some talented user will be able to to get their their dream Nicholas Cage uh, certainly. My and, and, my personal vanity is like going through the roof right now. I'm like, wait a minute. Are you telling me that soon I'm going to be able to put my own face on characters? Because I need 37 minifigs that all have my face. I want an army of me that I can play with. Yeah, I play with. yeah no, I, I totally get that feeling. And I have the same same want uh, as well. And, uh, you know, what we were talking about earlier about the complexity of the, of the system as it is, it's kind of constantly growing because we're always developing new, uh, you know, uh, advancements and new tools for people to kind of dig in and, and do even more customization and um, so we end up having to factor in you know even more new systems and, and different complexities um, and yeah the, they're uh, you know we're certainly expanding in a, a lot of the capabilities of the website and yeah I think people should you know will be excited uh, to see you know what's uh, in store for the future um, when it comes to that uh, you it's the main core of our system is to allow people to customize so we're just getting even deeper into that um, you know in the upcoming uh, releases and things like that so yeah people should st stay tuned for, for what's coming out definitely 
That's crazy exciting. Well, I know, I know my uh, bear with the bull cut and high heels right now is definitely. <laughs> it doesn't have my custom face, but I'm pretty excited already. What's coming together there? Can you but, imagine a bear with a bull cut with your face as well? <laughs> that no, sounds I haunting. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I will say though, it it's so often that I you think about roles like this and you worry like, oh, now that I have to deal with this every day of my life, it's taken away from the excitement, but. I'm not picking that up at all from either one of y'all. Y'all still sound very excited, not only about what y'all are doing as a company, but everything around it. And it sounds like it's even pulled y'all further into gameplay and in custom characters and things like that too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. Yeah. And it's the excitement of being uh, on a team where we get to create, you know, we have a mix of what we decide to create. And a lot of that is user input very much so because it's the users that are asking for, Hey, I wish you had a, uh, well, we just bought some maracas today and a pan flute and a few other things. Certain bard-related instruments, they, they'll let us know that they want these things. We weigh that against um, what we can sort of get out real soon, what will take a little bit more R&D. And being in that position of uh, the responsibility of, of that information coming in that's very meaningful to users. And then our knowledge of our sort of research and development ideas that are coming into play and then just stuff that no one would think to ask for that we also want to do and you sort of blend that all together and then make really good judgment calls about what's going to come out when um it it just naturally keeps you very excited for what's coming up every day i'd say at least for nice. me very much so yeah. i like to imagine and you don't have to tell me if this isn't the case but i like to imagine that when i think of your offices it looks like a medieval like kind of uh like storefront bazaar where you have like you have like metal smiths that are like pounding anvils and they're like i'm making a customized sword for this character um and you have like people that have like amazing fabrics and stuff and they're like what sort of fabric would you like for your character it's uh, all that it's a bazaar uh yeah, totally 100 you heard it here exclusively <laughs> on the nerdcast uh, Hero Forge offices are indeed a medieval, a turn, a, a strange medieval bazaar. It's the uh, only where... one in Santa Monica, California. Yeah. It's, it's so perfect. That we got Just that a weird, property. but each each of those little stalls has like a computer installed, and that's where, like, when people <laughs> when people put their orders in online, it like pops up at the the blacksmith, and he's like, "Oh, horseshoe. Okay, here we go." Um, I, I love, love that. If There's a shield with a face cue, so we could put the face, face on the shield while the bear with the bull cut is holding it. There you go. Excellent. I was trying to find the maracas. I got really excited. I do that, have to I ask, is saying. the shield with the face on it, is that supposed to say that the shield is alive? Or is that insinuating that it just has it looks a like face a crest, on the... like a crest oh, okay, style like shield? Crest. I would, got I could it, default to the experts here, but I, I would say that's it kind of is this like... a living shield or is this a crest on a shield? <laughs> Nora and Booch, help us. User's choice, I, I suppose. You know, all right, uh, yeah. perfect. Honestly, that's that's the beauty of it. You can uh, whatever your imagination feels like. You know, uh, that's we have some amazing users, like some really amazing users, and. Uh, the, the creations people make, uh, I, I find our system to be really complex and, and intricate, and I'm still amazed at, at some of the creations people make uh, uh, with our system um, that you know, I just see daily. Um, so yeah, do you do ever, you, yeah, do you ever have stuff that just blows your mind with how oh. bizarre it is? Constantly. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> like you look at something and you're like, "What is this?" <laughs> so that you know, like that wasn't. 
I think where Booch is cutting out oh, there no, again. Sorry, Booch. Give it a sorry. No worries. Sorry internet. Uh, oh, yeah, I at yeah. least yeah. yeah I, go ahead. What? Uh, so we have a Facebook group called the Creators Guild, where uh, folks that are really, really invested in you know finding really great miniatures from your board are making them post there. Um, so we get we keep eyes on that once in a while to see what's coming up with, and they're just so far and beyond what your imagination could do, and it's so exciting because. They're sitting there with Hero Forge, so their focus is really on what can I do with this. And on the sure. internal side, we think about that, of course. But our, our focus is get them what they need, get them what they want, give us give all these great uh, features to them, and like let's really stack that and make really impressive releases, um, which are going to be increasing in volume and uh, theming and awesome stuff as we go forward too. So uh, so they're on the receiving end there in a way, other than you know giving us input, but they get to really work over those miniatures and we will post some of them once in a while in our, you know, our company chat of like, you know, here they are again, just you know, <laughs> blowing away expectations. They, uh, X rider two, two seven made Vin Diesel again. <laughs> I don't know why he keeps making, this is babysitter Vin Diesel. I suppose. <laughs> Someone he made uh, Jim Carrey from the mask today. Uh, yep. or I, I at least saw a couple of these because the maracas came out. And so, They'll do all these culture references as soon as they That's come amazing. out. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. I love those. I also love the, um, uh, we released the ability for characters to have like six arms. Uh, and once that came out, um, you know, the crazy spider tanks that people were making somehow. <laughs> and like, how, how did you do that? You know, it's uh, like, we, we, like, you know, we designed this, the meshes to work correctly a certain way. You know what I mean? Like functionality is the main purpose, but there's like extra functionality uh, that we're not really <laughs> accounting for sometimes that it's, yeah, it's astounding to see people uh, uh, using things in ways you never expected. Always hilarious. Yeah, really Once cool. again, another reason that I should not be let loose on this website. <laughs> no, I, I had to close my tab because I was getting. <laughs> You're like, I'm getting in too deep. This is too. This is too much. My bull cut bear in high heels is holding uh, two mugs in one hand and a pie in the other one, and I was like, all right, at this point, I've gotten too deep in. I need to get back on the. Podcast. And then you heard <laughs> Booch say, "Well, now you can have six arms," and you're like, "Okay, now I'm adding There's, more." Arms I saw pizza. I saw apples. I saw yeah. I could put all kinds. <laughs> you said some of us like to nerd out about food and he wasn't lying <laughs> it, was, it was so 100% true uh <laughs> that's killer I mean what Hero Forge is doing as a whole is such a fun cool concept you know at Project Nerd 2 we're all about people being creative and expressing that creativity and I think that couldn't be more in line with what Hero Forge is doing Hero Forge is giving people an opportunity to essentially take whatever is in their brain and physically manifest it in the real world. And that's such a cool, unique opportunity. Yeah. Um, One of the I things love I that. love too, to, to piggyback on that is that um, a lot of our users will just make their characters. They don't necessarily print them, which is fine. You know, there's a, this is a creative outlet too, where you can just go on that site and make these characters, save them in your heroes folder and just have them there. You can update them over time. And there's a lot of passion for that as well. It's not like a requirement that you need to like get this into sort of purchase state. So um, I think that brings a lot of fun and interest to the site. Of well, I can just I can go right onto the site and just start creating a character um, and whatever it is that I want it to be. And I think that freedom ignites a lot of imaginations. Yeah, another item to I was going to say another item to call out with that. 
Oh, is that Buchko? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. I was good. just going to say another item real quick uh, to jump in there too, is when we were talking about the figures being sent over, the option still is there to paint it yourself. Cause that's a big deal yeah. to a lot of, a lot of these people who, who do the small figures, they like to paint them themselves. So that's still an option, even with these custom characters. For sure. Yeah. 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 And a lot of price like points. A huge range of options for how people want to print these things and, and deal with them on their table or even just do digital versions. If, if you're interested in that, um, if that's how you, how you uh, approach, you know, your tabletop experience, then, then there's that as well. Um, but yeah, I, I personally love mini painting. Um, you know, like I said, I was a, a customer before I, I was a uh, employee here. Um, uh, a teammate here so um yeah you know we, there's plenty of options in that and then if you really want to let's say you don't have the the background in painting or or you you know you lack the time uh to to really get into that um uh you know you pointed out the tiny little uh you know nose on the fox um you know not everybody wants to or has the, the ability or time to do that um, themselves uh, and that's where look at color, that fox yeah that's where our color printer really comes in you know the gradient on that wing uh on the oh, angel yeah. there for, for you know as as an example that's difficult for for a lot of people to do i mean you know uh, you, you know, as a basic. Oh, I'm not. I'm not really doing it. That's for sure. Sure. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then even, we even uh, uh, offer like professionally hand painted uh, uh, minis as well, if you, if you want to get into that as well. Um, but yeah, there, it's a whole range. Um, uh, you know, kind of get to everybody um, and all the different aspects of this hobby because it's it, you know it's a big hobby with a lot of different ways to approach it. So yeah. Sure. I'm not no, even allowed no. to paint whole walls, so I definitely need <laughs> I definitely can't paint. I've been kicked yes. I've been kicked out of rooms painting whole walls because I can't do that. So anyway, so sorry, I want to ask we, we no 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 we we kind of tangentially mentioned uh 2020 earlier, I think when we jokingly said it's been 37 years since 37 our last years. podcast. Now I have to ask what um what was 2020 like for Hero Forge? Like, did you see that people I mean, obviously, people were in their homes a lot more. A lot of people are doing sort of these projects. And we've talked to wide ranges of folks. You know, we've talked to cosplayers, too, who, you know, spent an entire year working on their dream project because they had the time and they had the. And then we have other people who were like, I didn't do anything because I couldn't function. Um, did you guys kind of see any of that? Did any of that translate into what you were seeing coming across on the website? I think we were in one of the rarer positions of not only were we set up to work from home um, because we already had um, a work from home structure in place for like, you know, a couple days a week. So we had home computers as well. So we, we actually pivoted over to home really effortlessly, um, which was a great thing that the companies were set up for everyone. Um, but we still noticed that there was a lot of interest in miniatures and miniature creation. And for us, our work, really didn't skip a beat. So it sort of just awesome. kept rolling, which I think was, at least for me, really anchoring during a very confusing time to be able to have work continue. We did not feel any concern there necessarily. So we sort of, I at least just was like, oh, I'm gonna keep working and work real hard. And this will get me even more focused on my work. I, I know there are points where we, I'm sure plenty of us felt like, okay, let's dial back from work a bit because sure. you know, work is definitely in our home space. Now it's hard to disconnect once in a while. Yeah. Well, I, I would imagine too, that the feeling is probably same for a lot of your customers too. You know, I'm sure that they were yeah. comforted by the fact that they can continue to work on these things and they can run. Like you said, Booch, you'd mentioned earlier. Yeah. I know, I know several people that started online campaigns um, sure. specifically when that happened, because it was a way to still like kind of connect with, with their, their fellow person and, and still enjoy something that felt communal as opposed to, 
that isolation that kind of everybody was feeling. Um, can I, was the digital version of these characters, was that something that existed pre 2020? Like, was that pre pandemic that you could do either a, a digital version or a physical version? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, you, you know, you mentioned uh, people transitioning um, to to the digital version. I actually personally did that with with my game that we currently are playing in, and we just transitioned to, to digital versions of our our custom minis. Um, uh, so it was pretty seamless, um, and you know they work really well with all their you know the current uh, digital platforms that exist. Um, but no, yeah, to your to your question, um, that did exist before um, uh, the the current situation. Um, uh, mainly, they were uh, the sold digitally for people who have their own at-home printers um, who ha- are into the 3D printing oh, sure. hobby itself. And so, yeah, that's how you would um, uh, you purchase a digital version of the character you designed through us and you get the file and then you'd be able to print on whatever um, uh, whatever type of printer you have um, uh, at your own local area. You could you know, print those files. So that's uh, a thing that we kind of uh, always had, um, but I, I would say it's definitely um, something that's expanded, uh, you know, since then. Um, and, and I think the demand probably would, would, would make sense that it, you know it's, it's increased as well, um, you know, with that transition. Um, but uh, you know, um, it's it's it is a pretty seamless transition, um, uh, you know, with from personal experience of like you're at a table, and unfortunately, the, you know, the current situation being as it has been, um, a lot of people had to make that switch, and I, I think it was um, useful at least for for my party and, and the people that play at my table um, uh, to be able to have that as like a you know an option. Um, uh, but yeah, it, it definitely a lot of 3D printing hobbyists out there that, that want to print their own uh, minis. Uh, not, I don't think anyone has a, a, the availability to do a, a color print uh, in person yet. Um, that's a tech that I don't think anyone, uh, or it, I'd be surprised if anyone has that in person uh, yet. Which is so pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. By it's the, way. Print the table, you know, it's a, 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 the technology that is still even. Um, even though I work with uh, the company and I do, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of the intricate details of the work, uh, it's still kind of nebulous to me how that's even possible in, in a lot of ways uh, to, to pull that off. So it's it's cool, yeah. It's a it's a, a tech that got me excited before I started working here, and is one of the reasons I I was one of the backers on our, our 2.0 Kickstarter. Yeah, I feel like the timing of it was sort of serendipitous too, in that we were sort of laying the groundwork for the potential mm-hmm. of if there was a colored printer that could work. Um, you know we kind of were testing things out enough to say, is this even possible or something that we could deeply R&D, which would take much more time and effort and focus. And then when it looked like it did and uh, we launched a Kickstarter for it and the Kickstarter was successful, it was sort of just perfect. It was it was just what you'd hope to bring to you know, a product like this. And, and the 3D color printing is such a new technology. So we're really in those that first generation of it. And so I, at least I'm personally excited to see where that goes five years from now, even less, you know, what is that going to look like? I have a a kind of a weird question and I don't know how, how this works or if this is even possible, but like, are there opportunities within hero forge to do like licensed things? Like, like, like for example, I just go back to the ghostbusters again. Like, is there an opportunity or is it a thought process that maybe down the road or have you guys in the past had like a special item available? That's like, this is a licensed thing that you can have on your character and introduce into that world. That's a really interesting question. And I think one that we sort of looked at, you know, over time too. And I think that conversation's not uh, ended. Part of the consideration when that hits something like Hero Forge is that with all the customization there, 
you know, you can put one of those IP products into that space, but then it can interact with all these other things and be sort of, there's a lot of that hands-on that can happen to that IP. So you have to be really smart and thoughtful about how you would do that and how um, the IP company would want that dealt with too. There would be a lot of back and forth for something as deeply customizable like HeroForge versus sure. I think if you had like a one-off print and it's nothing you could ever edit, then you're like, okay, well, great. I know this is this prop or this piece will be right here. It's on this character. We're totally approved on it. That's not going to totally. swap out. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's kind of have less up. control over that IP stuff that way. Like for sure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I think that's like a that's, fundamental part of our, our, our mission statement too, is to not kind of compromise the customizable, you know, aspect of it um, uh, to make like one thing work uh, one way. You know what I mean? So sure. um, that's definitely a consideration that, you know, that goes into this stuff, but you never know what the future might bring. But um, yeah. yeah, sure. I think Q just really wants those Ghostbuster ones. And I'm I I know you guys didn't ask, but yes, you can use my face. Totally <laughs> yeah. fine. Screenshot. I'm okay <laughs> with it. I will sign whatever needs to be signed. I know there's a high demand. It's fine. <laughs> well, we're getting. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say on the end of that, uh, the face customizer that we're coming up with is really something else. It's on a whole different level. So okay. we know that was one of our Kickstarter stretch goals that uh, we are doing for sure. But we made sure while we were talking about it, we we're like, let's make this the most rad thing you can, frankly, you know, which means a lot in the tech space of what we're building and structuring there. But I think it's going to be very cool. And I'm oh, very yeah. excited about it. Yeah, we, we beefed up the team, the team for it to, to you know to work on it, and uh, we brought on you know some really amazing artists and uh, uh, people that you know work in the industry to, to get that accomplished and uh yeah i can't wait for people to every time i see what we're what we're working on there i'm it's like what nor was saying it's exciting to come to work you know every day when you get to see stuff like that it's uh really yeah it keeps it interesting and it's just like yeah i can't wait for the audience response to to what what it looks like when it comes out because it's i think it's going to rival some of the uh you know higher end game one uh, customizers that are out there like you know that you're getting like a, a decently uh you know complex game uh customizer so yeah it's it's cool there's a lot of capabilities that i can't wait for people to get their hands on really cool. nice perfect okay, well, we're running cage. tight on time yeah. <laughs> get that nicholas cage but obviously <laughs> heroforge.com yes. i see the facebook twitter instagram youtube logos you guys are obviously everywhere so you can check it out well we've learned a lot about hero forge but i want to learn more about nora and booch so i'm going to hit y'all with a couple minutes of lightning round questions so i'm going to ask <laughs> real quick questions and you got you got to answer quick so that's the the theory there so all right and feel free to just each jump in when i ask it so first question you get one fruit to eat for the rest of your life. What are you getting? Apples. Sure, apples sounds good. Yeah, apples <laughs> sounds great. So straightforward. I mean, you can we eat. Now you can know eat why there are apples in different. Hero Forge. Right. <laughs> right? We needed that. Um, you've got uh, you're stuck. Unfortunately, post twenty twenty, you're stuck in a bunker for forever. You get one movie, but you got to pick it quickly. What movie are you taking with you? Oh, The Count of Monte Cristo. I don't know. Oh, Princess Bride. That's Princess Bride? I can just watch it over and over, over and over. Both those are good choices. Both those are good choices. All right. Um, you get to play one video game for the rest of your life. What are you playing? Wow. Ooh, I'm not prepared for this one. Rest of my life. Yeah. Uh, it's supposed to be lightning round. Yeah. I got one, I guess. Uh, one of my favorite modern games, I'd say Bioshock Infinite, is probably the one I would okay. pick. 
where I've got mine, and this is where I'm hobbled, is that I need to play Skyrim some more. I've been so busy that I can't play Skyrim. I just want modded Skyrim. I need time to get the mods in place, uh, and I haven't had the time. Two-year-old again. Skyrim, absolutely. Okay. Solid choices all around. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Uh, <laughs> I, I need a book recommendation. What's your book recommendation for me? I just started reading Valley Forge uh, Valley by George Forge, Washington. Okay. I think it's pretty cool. Okay. Can I recommend a comic book? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I don't know. I would recommend the comic book Superior. I think it's uh, one of the best comic books. I, I would, okay. I mean, okay. Mark Millar. Go for it. Yeah. Sweet. Millar Millar World and all that. Hopefully a lot of that stuff's coming over to Netflix. Uh, Q, actually, I don't think I've ever asked you that one. What's the book you're yep. recommending or comic book? Um, uh, I actually read a really amazing book this year. It's called The Hike by Drew McGarry, and it's really amazing so okay i think i think that yeah it's fiction it is fiction uh it actually i think it would probably play to the hero forge audience pretty well it's actually it's about i mean very quick synopsis is uh it's about a guy who goes on a business meeting um at a hotel and he has a couple hours to kill before the meeting and he decides to go on a short hike and he ends up in parallel universes trying to get back home and it's nice. very very good <laughs> all, right. Awesome. all right all right well you definitely your recommendation definitely stuck because we were asking for more wanting to know so um <laughs> all right and then last question for Nora and Booch. how many just off the top of your head how many miniatures do you each own gosh I only have like three three I, I, okay yeah Dozens, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hero Forge ones alone, at least 12, and then okay. uh, you know, I have some others as well, um, some, some handmade custom ones too. But now, yeah, really, yeah, at least at least a dozen Hero Forge mace. Do, do we get to count the miniatures that we have at the office because I yeah, think that ups Go our numbers it. significately? Um, oh, does it? Into okay. the hundreds, so oh, yeah. let's, um, not personally there, I, I <laughs> speaking on behalf of the company is for having sure. hundreds of miniatures at the office, but just that, I feel office. like at the office, there's just miniatures everywhere. Is that the case? Yeah. They're yeah. just yeah. everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, they're all inside their weird, bizarre stalls. Like, right. Uh, the with the iron worker, Absolutely. they also have just like little <laughs> mini figs. I have to ask, uh, and this is a good lightning question. Um, not that I'm not saying that this exists, but is there a rivalry? Do you guys hate Lego minifigs? Like, is it like <laughs> it's like, no, ours is real kind of minifig. Those are not minifigs. Just hate them. No, you no. hear that? Lego? I don't know, Booch. What do you think? No, uh, no, no, no. Um, not that I can think of. Um... No, Lego is just now you're right there you with you. them. Lego's going to accuse us of editing that's that that's out. <laughs> They're like, You're gonna be like, mm. this seems edited to make it seem like there's a rivalry that doesn't exist. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, apologies for the internet there, but yeah, no. no I, I, I'd say it's the as far as like, you know, the custom nature of things. I, I think that you know nothing's really jumping out at me um, as you know a specific rival. It's just that there's other things out there. I think we just offer this robust custom, you know, library essentially of of, of, of your imagination's you know limit essentially. Um, I think is what we really bring to the table. So, yeah. yeah. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I, I think we're tight on time mainly because I got to go finish building my bowl cut bear in high heels. <laughs> but uh, joking aside, though, obviously, like we said, heroforge.com, um, as awesome as it is, all the things you're doing, it, we also talked to too about the in inclusiveness with some of the character designs, the detail on them. 
we really are excited. A lot of tabletop game players at Project Nerd. So it was really awesome to get to have this conversation. Uh, so we do appreciate both of y'all being on the Nerdcast with us. Uh, is there any, before we wrap up, anything um, if y'all want to plug? Anything Hero Forge wise personal, or anything you want to say before we close? I mean, only that uh, our fans are amazing. Uh, we'd love to give them everything that they want. We hear you on all that. And we're just really excited to get that to you so you can make amazing creations. So that's my personal take with with that said then as a fan i really want an army of myself so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with just, just throwing it out there it's gonna happen it's gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome you guys are the best hero forge rocks uh i definitely would recommend anybody who isn't familiar go check it out if you've been just cosplaying as your characters because you didn't think there was an option like me and my family well there is and not only Will it just enhance your experience? But you can keep dressing up as your character as well. Nobody Why says that there can't be two of you. Uh, and definitely make sure you check out this interview along with every other show on the amazing Project Nerd Network. And we have some great things coming at you next year. So definitely stay tuned. Yes, look at all of these places. You can follow us, the Project Nerd blog. You can follow us at project.nerd on Instagram. Uh, one place that if you're watching this, you're already there is the Project Nerd YouTube channel. So definitely make sure that you subscribe, like, hit that little bell icon thing that they make you do so that you can make sure you stay up to date with all of the amazing videos coming at you all year long from Project Nerd. Q, what if I'm not a fan of YouTube or if I want to check out Project Nerd stuff post-March 2022? What should I do? Well, if you're not a fan of computers <laughs> or YouTube, uh, you're probably not watching this. But <laughs> if you are, you should definitely navigate over to your Roku device because we are coming to Roku. That's right. Project Nerd TV is going to be invading your television at home, and there's nothing you can do to stop us. I mean, I, I guess except short of not downloading the app, but you don't want to do that. You don't want to be the odd person out who doesn't have the Project Nerd TV app where you can see no, content like this person. times a million. There's going to be so much great partner content. There's going to be amazing series. There's going to be series that you're already familiar with that are migrating over. It's going to be a blast. There's something for everybody. Come see us. There you go. Well, you got your marching orders, everybody. Heroforge.com, ProjectNerd.com, and Project Nerd TV. Yes. We'll all wave you out. But that's it for this episode of the Nerdcast. Thanks, everybody. Bye.